0: Welcome to the Unstuck Your Life Podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose an area of your life that has got you stuck. Hello, hello. Today, we're talking about understanding overthinking, And I'm bringing this out because so many of us battle this. I know I do. You know, my mind kind of gets stuck on one thought and I like grind on it like a dog with a bone just chew on it. And it actually moves me absolutely nowhere. You guys ever been like this? You've got so much going on in your brain right now. You're too busy overthinking how to do everything. And when you're overwhelmed because you got too much to do, you're thinking too much, you actually do nothing. I mean, it happens all the time. I've got too much to do. So guess what? I do nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what we're going to be diving into here today, and I think it's just going to kind of help to start off defining, like, what is overthinking. Merriam-Webster's Dictionary, you know, like the smart people? Yeah, well, they define overthinking as putting too much time into thinking about or analyzing something in a way that is more harmful than helpful. Two important words right there, harmful Helpful. When we get stuck on this thought and we chew and we grind on it in a way that is not moving us forward, that is harmful. That is overthinking. You can have a problem that you bite onto, you learn from, you research, you start making some decisions and you move forward on it. And you learn, you research, you make some decisions and you move forward. That's called processing. Okay. Very different than overthinking. We don't overthink the amazing conversation we had with our best friend last week. We overthink the stupid thing we said to our boss two weeks ago. Because our brains are wired for survival. And in order to survive, we got to find the things that are a threat to us, the things that are going to hurt us. So that amazing conversation with the best friend is not going to hurt us. So our brain doesn't give that a whole lot of attention Again, brains wired for survival, so that stupid thing you said to your boss, you're going to chew and grind on because it sees that as a risk. It sees that as a threat. So whether it's something that happened at home last week or the office two weeks ago, overthinking is where like you start off in one place with one thought and then you analyze the hell out of it, which spins you all up in so many different directions that you end up not even moving forward an inch. We live in this like fast paced, go, 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 go kind of world where stuff is coming at us from every which direction. It is no wonder we overthink things because we've got so many things to think about these days. Growing up, I had a newspaper that was delivered to my doorstep, right? That's how we got our news or one of like four newscasts on our local channel on any given night. That's where the news came from. Nowadays, newspaper, schmoo papers, like who gets that anymore? We all get the internet. So any given website and newspaper from all across the world, they're at our fingertips. And not only are they at our fingertips, but they're they're bombarding us with notifications and alerts on our phone. We go to social media. It's everywhere. The 24-hour news cycle. It's just this like, again, go, 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 go. It's no wonder it's hard to maintain a healthy mindset. Like I don't think our brains were ever made to consume as much information as we have right now. And we're doing a really sucky job at prioritizing what it is that we are consuming. So again, it's no wonder we're overwhelmed with overthinking. So what do you do about it? Well, I recommend what I call turning the light on upstairs in your brain like turning the light on in your mind and taking a look around. Just like you got to clean up your house, you clean up your car, you clean up your desk, you got to tidy up what's going on in your mind. And so often we neglect that. And and just like when you go to clean up the jam-packed closet in your house chances are things get a little messier before they actually get cleaner. That's the same thing that's going to happen when you start turning the lights on in your brain and taking a look at the thoughts that have been rattling around up there. So I invite you to turn the light on in your brain and look around. Now, you might find a mess. That's okay. We're all messy up there. We gotta do that spring cleaning and start cleaning it up. And I encourage you to keep that light turned on because when you do... When you turn the light on in your brain and you take a look around to see what's going on, well, then you can see what you've been bumping into. You can see those thoughts that have been holding you back, those thoughts that have been hurting you and damaging you. Now you can see what you've been stumbling over and then you can start to clean it up. You can start to clean up those thoughts corner by corner, pile by pile. A lot of times when we turn the lights on in our brain, we're like, ah, we want to turn the light back off because we don't like what we see, right? Right? that's living a very unconscious life. And that's what so many of us do. That's why we feel like we're on autopilot. We get stuck. We're living the same day over and over and over again. It's like this routine that we're in. Turning the light off up there doesn't mean the mess goes away. It just means you can no longer see it. You're still going to be running into those same thoughts. You're still going to get battered and bruised and sometimes even bloodied and wondering why you're not feeling any better. I encourage you to keep the lights on and then give yourself a chance to clean it up. So how do you go about cleaning up the mess in your mind, those thoughts that have been holding you back, these beliefs that maybe you don't even know are there? Well, we got to start figuring out what's going on up there. The best way I know how to do this is something that I call like a thought download. Thought downloads are super simple, all right? All you gotta do is grab a piece of paper. It could be scratch paper, it could be the back of something that's sitting on your desk or in your office or whatever right now. But take that piece of paper and we're gonna take a look at what's going on in your brain. Now, you may already have something that's happening in your life right now that you're really struggling with, If you have a topic, an idea, a person, something, a circumstance that you already feel yourself bumping into and running into, well, then pick that. And what I want you to do is write down all your thoughts about that topic, about that person, about that circumstance or that situation, all of them, write them down, get them out of your brain and onto paper so that we can look at it. We can see what's going on up there. You get everything out of your brain and onto the paper. And now here's the thing. No one's going to see this paper. You're not like handing it in to the teacher at the end of the day. So be honest with yourself. Write down the thoughts that are going on in your brain on this piece of paper so that you can look at it. This is such a powerful exercise. It is so simple, but it also can be so powerful because now you can physically hold a piece of paper that has your thoughts on it and you can look at them and you can start to challenge them. A lot of those thoughts you may not even know are up there. We're creating an awareness. And maybe you don't have something that you're bumping into or something that's overtly obvious to you right now that you want to work on. Well, if that's the case. Then when you pull out your piece of paper to start figuring out what's going on in your brain, just ask yourself these questions. What are you afraid of? What frustrates you right now? What scares you right now? Like, what's your biggest struggle? What do you wish were different? Ask yourself those questions. See what comes up for you. Because chances are you're going to start to uncover some thoughts that you didn't even know were there. That's how you turn the lights on and take a look around. And I'm going to help you dive into those thoughts here later on in the podcast. So if you've done that exercise with me right now, then just put that piece of paper aside. We'll come back to it in just a moment. If you're doing this exercise later on after listening to this podcast, then ask yourself those questions, write the thoughts down on the piece of paper and put the piece of paper aside. I'll tell you what to do with it in just a moment because we are so deliberate in so many areas of our lives, but we feel like we have no control over our thoughts. We're deliberate with our friendships. Like we're intentional with our families and our jobs and what we'll do and what we won't do. We're super conscious of those things, but yet so many of us act like our thoughts are out of our control. Like you pick what to eat on any given day. You pick what to wear. You pick what route to drive to work, who to send text messages to. You choose all of those things. Ever hear someone tell you to choose your thoughts? Yeah, crazy, right? You pick out your clothes. Why not pick out your thoughts? You choose your clothes, your friends, what time to work out, what you're going to have for dinner, who you're going to hang out with when you go to bed, all of those things. You're like a picking up, choosing storm all day long. Pick your thoughts too. You can do that. You can totally do that. Think about it. Like what would be different if you decided that you were going to choose your thoughts, what you wanted to think before having a difficult conversation with your husband or your coworker, or your kid? Like, if you decided what you wanted to think about them before you sat down to have that hard conversation, can you see how that would be different? How might the conversation change if you decided what you wanted to think about your mom before you picked up the phone to actually call her? Like, what are the thoughts I want to have about her? How do I want this conversation to end? Like, decide ahead of time. Super cool and so available to you. I know like so many of my clients, they struggle with like asking their boss for a raise. All right. So practice three thoughts, like a thought that makes you feel empowered, one that makes you feel confident, and one that makes you feel inspired. Practice those thoughts before sitting down and talking to your boss and imagine how different that that may be. Like you consciously get to decide what you want to think in any situation, Before you go to a dinner party, before you show up at a meeting, like who do I want to be in that meeting? What do I want to think about this meeting ahead of time, deciding what to think like ahead of time and leaning into those thoughts, man, it creates such a fun experience because you're actively deciding what you want and not just like aimlessly floating around, hoping for the best. Like you're making decisions, you're controlling your mind and who you want to be and what you want to think. Because if you don't control your thoughts, your thoughts are going to control you. That's just how things work. That's why we have to turn the light on up there. You got to be aware of what you're thinking. If you're aware of it, then you can do something about it. And not just something about it, you can choose what you want to think. When we turn the lights off in our brain, we unknowingly play these, like, damaging, negative, destructive thoughts over and over and over on repeat in our brain, and then we wonder why we feel like crap. Because the playlist of thoughts that we've got stuck in our head suck! A few months ago, I created a playlist for you guys on Spotify. If you missed it and you want to go back and listen to it, it is episode 8. Episode number 8. It's called Slow Down. All right? All right. The playlist I created for you, the podcast listeners, was called Pamela's Pandemic Playlist. I know, I like alliteration. Go with it. So, what I did was, I put together like this list, this collection of songs that I played on repeat in the year 2020, the longest year we've ever experienced, right? These songs were the soundtrack of my 2020. I carefully curated and cultivated this list full of songs that gave me hope, that pumped me up, that inspired me, that kept me going and moving forward. Because there were many, many times last year, 2020, when I didn't have a lot of hope, when I didn't feel like continuing with my passion. When at times, I mean, come on, like, I just wanted to sometimes crawl into bed, pull the covers up over my head and like fast forward until this whole thing was over. I think a lot of us felt like that, but that wasn't an option. It wasn't. And I knew that like, if I played a playlist of songs, uh, with songs like, you know, R.E.M.'s Everybody Hurts or R.E.M.'s End of the World As I Know It. I mean, they they have some really like uplifting songs, don't they, R.E.M.? or I Wish It Were Rain Down by Phil Collins, like like those types of songs, then I would hurt more than I already did. Like songs do that, right? They evoke this emotion. They create this emotion for you. So I created a playlist full of songs to create a different kind of emotion. Like I'm Still Standing by Elton John. you learn Alanis Morissette. Whatever it takes, Imagine Dragons. You see how like those songs, they create a certain type of emotion and energy. The songs that make you smile, the songs that make you work harder, the songs that, that lift you up and push you forward. I offer that to you because your thoughts do the same exact thing as songs. And just like you can add and delete songs from your playlist, you can do the same thing with your thoughts. I want you to play along with me here for a second because I want to show you how powerful your brain is. So, uh, I've got an exercise I want you to do. Now, if you're driving right now, don't do this, okay? Because you might want to close your eyes to do it. In fact, you do want to close your eyes to do it. But if you're not driving, or once you get to your destination, if you want to do this exercise, you're going to see how powerful it is, all right? So, right now, if you're in a safe space, I want you to close your eyes. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to think of the most important person in your life. This is the person who fills you up. The person that anytime you see them, man, they they bring a smile to your face. Now, this person may still be here or they may have passed. It doesn't it doesn't matter. This is the person you love most in your world. They fill you with joy. They make you happy. You got that that picture in your mind right now of this person? All right, I want you to notice how your body feels. Does your body feel heavy because you're relaxed? Does your body feel light? because you're relaxed. See, our emotions feel different to everyone. Some people feel heavy, some people feel light. Maybe there's that like warm fuzzy in your chest, a fluttering in your heart, a sense of peace within. Okay, you can open up your eyes. That emotion, that feeling that you just created in your body, you did with your thoughts. Yeah, that person that you love most in the world isn't here, isn't right here with you. You thought about them. And when you thought about them, you created that feeling. By simply thinking about someone you loved, you were able to create that feeling of love, of compassion, of contentment. You did that with your thoughts about that person. I mean, your mind is crazy powerful, It generated that kind of emotion. You can create all of those wonderful things by the way you think. Now, your mind is also crazy powerful in ways that create a ton of stress, a ton of frustration, a ton of negative feelings. Like that collection of thoughts in your brain is kind of like songs on a playlist on your phone. The collection of thoughts is going to make you feel a particular way, just like a playlist of songs is gonna do the same thing. The collection of thoughts you have for the most important person in your life, man, they are filled with positive love, compassionate thoughts, which is why you were feeling those emotions. In your brain, if you have a collection of thoughts that are destructive, irritating, negative, then those are going to be the feelings that you are creating. So if the thoughts in your mind are like songs on a playlist, What kind of soundtrack is running through your brain right now? What's on the personal playlist of thoughts playing over and over and over in your mind? Take a look at that download, that thought download you did at the beginning of this podcast. When you look at that thought download, every single one of those thoughts are optional. You don't have to think them. Every thought is optional. Now, I'm not sitting here judging your thoughts, because let me tell you something. I have had a pretty negative playlist of thoughts that have been running through my mind for years, and I didn't know it. I'll be honest with you. I didn't know it. I didn't realize how much my negative thoughts were holding me back until I turned the light on upstairs and started taking a look around. This has been a journey. This has been a process. And I'm bringing this all to you guys because this is what I've learned And I want to share it with you because these are the things I wish I would have learned when I was a kid, but I'm learning them in my 40s. And I'm not mad at that I'm learning them in my 40s. I'm so proud that I'm learning them, that I'm creating the life that I want. I'm getting control back, control that I thought I lost or that I never even knew I had to begin with. And I'm sharing this all with you because I want the same for you. So when you take a look at the thoughts that have been playing in your head, that negative playlist of thoughts, you can do something about it because for the longest time, my personal playlist of thoughts in my head, I had I you know I had some hit songs on there. I had some hit thoughts, some popular thoughts that maybe you have on your thought download. Uh like the personal playlist of thoughts that I operated from for years. I'll share them with you because I am not perfect. I am an imperfect human being. And I think the more that I share my imperfection with you, the more you're like, yep, that's me. I can relate because we're all imperfect. And I think the more that we share that, the more that like we realize we're not alone in our imperfection. We're all messed up. But some of us just choose to do something about it. And I offer you the chance to do that. So on my personal playlist of thoughts for years and i gotta tell you sometimes they creep back onto my playlist they do yeah but now i catch them a lot sooner um okay so here here are some of those thoughts that were on my playlist for years ready okay here we go i don't have enough time that was one i played all the time all the time that was like my favorite thought i don't have enough time i'll never be good enough Mm. i'm not good enough it's just the way I am. It's just who I am. It's just it's just me. Another one. I don't know how to dot dot dot. I've never dot dot dot. Well, it's better than nothing. Ooh, that one's like settling, right? That thought. Well, it's better than nothing. Yeah, I don't want to settle for something that's just better than nothing. Damn, I deserve better than that. I'm capable of more than that. Okay, now you're starting to hear some of the new songs, the new thoughts that have creeped in over the years. I'll I'll save those for a second here. Uh, A few more. A few more of my former personal playlist thoughts and kind of like songs that have been running through my head for years until I started like turning the lights on and clean it up. Uh, This shouldn't be happening. Mm. It's too hard. That's just the way it is. Have you guys had these thoughts? I don't have enough time. I'm not good enough. It's just the way I am. I don't know how to. It's better than nothing. Don't want to get my hopes up. This shouldn't be happening. It's too hard. That's just the way it is. These were the thoughts that were going over and over and over in my mind. Those thoughts that you practice over and over and over again become beliefs. That's how you create beliefs in life. The thoughts you play over and over in your mind become beliefs. So if you practice the thought over and over again, guess what? It becomes easier to think. Just like if you're going to the gym and you're lifting weights. You know, you start off with like the 10, 15 pound weight and it's hard to lift. But the more you lift it, the easier it becomes. Same thing with your thoughts. The more you practice them, the easier they begin to think And then they just become beliefs. So what are the beliefs that are playing over and over and over in your head? Many of us walk around with this like sad playlist of thoughts and beliefs running through our head all day long, wondering why we're so edgy, we're frustrated, we're stuck, wondering why this is happening, why that's happening, because we're not paying attention to what's happening in our brain. And again, I'm not sitting here blaming you for any of that. You didn't know what you didn't know before you knew it. So don't get mad at yourself for something you didn't know before you knew it. But now you do. We've turned the lights on up there. We're looking at the tracks, the songs that are on your playlist that have been cluttering your mind. It doesn't matter why they're there. It doesn't matter who downloaded these thoughts onto your brain. What matters is they're there. Now you know. And you get to make a decision as to what you want to do with them. Because the definition of insanity yeah, you heard this, right? Definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. So if you keep making decisions with the same thinking, you're going to keep getting the same results. Overthinking loves this loop, loves it. Your brain is spinning on one thought longer than you anticipated. And again, it's hurting rather than helping. So what do you do about it? How do you fix it? How do you stop overthinking and start understanding? Now, this isn't just about like thinking happy thoughts and like pushing through the pain and magically you're going to feel better. That is not at all what I'm trying to teach you here. It's about being willing to pay attention to your thoughts, identifying the problems, and then working on a solution. This isn't like fake it till you make it kind of deal. That was like so 1990s, right? Fake it till you make it. No, 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 no. I don't believe in that. Your brain knows when you are faking anything. It doesn't like it. You're out of alignment with yourself and your beliefs and your values. You're not faking anything. Instead, upgrade your thoughts. Like if you're uncomfortable in your own skin, you know, you don't like your body, you want to lose 50 pounds, whatever it may be, just telling yourself, I love my body, isn't actually going to make you feel great about your body. It's just not. You're trying to go from, I don't like my body to, I love my body. And that's not what works. That's the whole fake it till you make it crap. If you're uncomfortable in your own skin, telling yourself you love your body isn't going to change anything overnight. It's cognitive dissonance. Your brain's trying to hold on to these like two opposite competing thoughts at once. It doesn't like it. It kind of like short circuits and it's like, and then you give up and you go back to what you truly think, which is, I don't like my body. And now you've reinforced the idea that you can't change your thinking, which is false. You can eventually get to, I love my body, but it takes some time. You got to upgrade those thoughts one at a time. So this is where I teach my clients an exercise. It's called the thought ladder. So I want you to like imagine in your brain a ladder, just a regular ladder. And maybe this ladder has five rungs on it. And on the lowest rung of the ladder is your current thought. And like in this example that I'm giving you guys, the thought is, I don't like my body. Okay? So that thought is on the lowest rung of the ladder. And when you think that thought, you probably feel pretty sad. Now, you want to get to the top of the ladder on like that fifth rung. And the top of the ladder is where the thought, I love my body, is found. And when you think, I love my body, you feel confident. Too often, we try to go from the bottom rung of the ladder to the top rung of the ladder. I don't like my body to I love my body overnight. And we fall down the ladder. So how do we upgrade our thinking? Well, you upgrade your current thought just a little. So if the current thought is, I don't like my body, you want to upgrade it, but it has to be something you believe. That's the key. You have to believe it. If you don't, this isn't going to work. This is how you start climbing the rungs of the ladder. So, what's an upgrade of, I don't like my body, that you believe? It might be something as simple as, I have a body. Like, do you believe you have a body? Yeah. Okay, well, when you think, I have a body, how does that feel? I don't know. Feels kind of neutral. Okay, does neutral feel better than sad? Because when you're thinking, I don't like my body, you feel sad. If you replace that thought with, I have a body and you feel neutral, do you like that? Do you believe that? It could be just something as simple as that. So every time I don't like my body comes into your brain, you replace it with the thought, well, I have a body. And you go from feeling sad to neutral. And after you practice the thought, I have a body and feeling neutral, you can upgrade it. Go up the next rung of the ladder. And it might be, it's possible someday I like my body. Does that thought work for you? It's possible someday I like my body. Yeah. And when you think it's possible someday I like my body, how does that feel? Hopeful. Okay, hopeful feels better than neutral. Do you see how we're moving up the rungs of the ladder? Then maybe the next rung is I'm learning to appreciate my body. It doesn't say, I appreciate my body. It says, I'm learning to appreciate my body. I'm willing to learn how to appreciate my body. You see how like that has such hope and then you feel maybe intrigued. And then after like you practice the thought, I'm learning to appreciate my body, you get to that top rung of the ladder where I love my body and that like, that's how you upgrade your thinking You can't go from the bottom rung to the top rung overnight. You gotta climb the ladder. It takes time. It takes work, but it can be done. And when you do it, it lasts forever. That's how you change thoughts. That's how you delete songs from your playlist. Just like you have a playlist on your phone, whether it's like Spotify or Amazon or Pandora or iTunes, whatever it is. When you are like tired of a song and you're done with it, what do you do? You remove it. You replace it with a new song. And you play that song on repeat, remove, replace, repeat, remove, replace, repeat. Do the same thing with your thought, remove the thought. I don't like my body, replace it with, I have a body and repeat that until you're ready to remove, I have a body, replace it with, it's possible that someday I like my body and repeat that. One of the reasons why we spin, we ruminate is because you've never been taught how to stop. Even simpler, you've never been told you don't have to do that. It's optional. And there's no, absolutely no upside to spinning in your brain. Our brains like to make things harder than they need to be because your brain's trying to protect you. That's what happens. Like in coaching, we take a look at what's going on up there. We get rid of the junk. We leave the thoughts that aren't helping you anymore. And we put back the playlist of beliefs that are gonna get you where you wanna go. That's what this is about. If you could use an emotional and mental boost, which I think a lot of us can right now, in fact, most of us can, if you've been taking care of everyone else and you need to start taking care of yourself, then that's what coaching is for. That's what coaching is about. It's an investment in yourself, in your emotional and mental well-being. If you've ever thought about coaching and didn't know where to begin or didn't know if it was for you, then I'm telling you right now, I offer a free coaching session. You can explore it. Sign up. We'll see where you are, where you want to go, how I can help you get there. That's what coaching is about. It's about taking back control, turning the light on in your brain, seeing what's going on up there, cleaning it up so that it doesn't hold you back. That negative chatter that we got going on in our brain right now sometimes screams at us at a level 10. It's like a volume 10 in our ears. I'm going to tell you something, that negative chatter is never going to go away, but it doesn't have to be so loud. We can turn the volume down to a two or a three. That's what I've done. That's what I coach on. That's what I teach people to do. You're not going to get rid of the negative chatter. It's going to be there. But if you can turn that volume down, learn how to manage it, learn how to cope with it, it doesn't have that stronghold on your life anymore. It doesn't hold you back. That's what coaching is about. And I share this all with you guys because I'm super passionate about it. This stuff has changed my life. And I feel like I have all these secrets. That's why I do this podcast, because I want to share them all with you. But I can't share them all. Sometimes people n- need help. They don't know how to do this work on their own. And that's what I'm here for. So if you are interested in that free coaching session, go to my website, pamela there the There's buttons all over that website telling you where you can click to get that free coaching session and sign up. I'd love to chat with you and help you and create the relief and freedom that I got through coaching, so much so that I myself became a coach. That's the thing. This changed my life so much, I changed my life so that I can help others. I want to help you, but you gotta want it for yourself. So if you've been nodding along and this has helped you out, check it out. Check out my website. I can't wait to chat with you. I hope it helps. Until next time. Hey, podcast listeners. I so appreciate you and your time. If you could do me a favor and let others know that the Unstuck Your Life podcast is helping you wiggle loose by leaving a review on iTunes or wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast, I'd really appreciate it.